over the course of this podcast how Star Wars is it, we've reviewed and revisited all of the Star Wars films. And this week, we're going to revisit another one of our previous topics. Because over the past few years, we both have gained even more experience with this topic. So this week, we're going to revisit one of our most listened to episodes. Moving. How Star Wars is it? Hello! Hello there, mate. Hi, Josiah, and hello, listeners. Hello, listeners. Welcome to the show. This is How Star Wars Is It. It's the only podcast. That's right. And on this, the only podcast, we rate and review everything, it, truly, eventually everything, on a scale yep. of 1 to 10 of how Star Wars that thing might be. That means, you know, a Star Wars movie tends to get a higher score than um uh, a... A glass of water. <laughs> yeah, or a thing like today that we're talking about, which is moving. Right. So what we do is we take everything Star Wars, uh, books, movies, TV shows, all of the above. We put it all into one big pot. We mix that pot up. We put it on the boil. That's the Star Wars chili, baby. That's a 10 out of 10. Only one thing has gotten a 10 out of 10, and it was Star Wars Return of the Jedi. That's right. And... um. Like we said in the introduction there, we 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 reviewed all the Star Wars movies over the course of the first, I don't know, hundred or so episodes, and yeah. then we... Um, Re-reviewed we, them. We realized after a long enough timeline that we were very inconsistent with how we gave out scores, so we spent a year revisiting the Star Wars movies to kind of hone in our scores, and this is the first time we've ever revisited a topic that wasn't a Star Wars movie, and it's, yeah. by my calculation, this is episode 199, and... um. We are revisiting a topic from episode 28. So from our first Ooh. year to our fourth year, or, all, wow. or our, I suppose we're in our, yeah, we're in our fourth year. Yes. Um, we are not four years old yet. Yes. We are almost, we are in our fourth year. Um, all, all the way back to episode 28, we talked about moving because I had just moved yes. to my last apartment. So since then I have moved again. Not only have I moved again, but I bought a house or a condo with my wife. <laughs> Yeah, with with my wife, mm -hmm. and I just moved into a one bedroom apartment with my partner, yes, Charlie. Not wife. We're not married and, yet. And you have moved since 2019. It was September of 2019. Oh, you've yes, moved many times. what like four times? <laughs> yeah, many many times. I moved from. Let's see, where was I in September 2019? I was in. I think you might almost, have been in Alaska, or is that I wrong? Was, I was either uh, in September. I was right out of Alaska, okay. and then I was in Minnesota, and then I'm, and then I was in Bloomington, Normal, Illinois. Yes, and then I was in Logan Square in Chicago. Yes, and then I was in Lakeview East in Chicago. Right, and now I'm in Lakeview proper well, in and then Chicago. When you said Logan Square, was that like the sort of Avondale-ish area? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where we where we ran to the Burger King and got really yeah. wet. <laughs> Yeah, when we, we were doing so one wet. of our classic Star Wars revisits, we we recorded our yes. our film commentary for the Patreon, Patreon.com/slash How Star Wars Is It. 
There was a crazy time when Mike and I were like, what if we, what if we recorded in person? Like, what, that would be kind of wild. And then we did yeah. for a couple of times, at least like once or twice. Um, I kind of want to do that again for whatever we want. Well, if we ever do, do the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers <laughs> movie. Yeah. Because we can watch it on my VCR. Yes. Yeah. Um, I, what I, one thing I did, which is funny because I, I noticed now that my playhead is not quite all the way at the end, but one thing I did, uh, yesterday or yeah, yesterday was re-listen to some of that moving episode to see what is it that we talked about then so that we can either expound upon it or like, you know, pull from our more recent experiences. And, um, let me just give you the rundown. Okay. Um, what, but where I was going with that is I didn't end up listening to the entire thing, so I don't know what score we gave it. Uh, oh, no. So we can, we can look at that at a, in a second. But um, I wrote things we talked about. All we talked about for the first half, basically, was Wendy's spicy nuggets. <laughs> um, and, uh, a good podcast. Yeah. And then, uh, let's see. Oh, we said how both of us are the friend who will help you move. And I think totally. that's probably something that we wouldn't necessarily say we are anymore. <laughs> yeah, I think that's changed for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, or rather, at the very least, we are older now so that the friends we would have who are moving would probably be like, it would be disrespectful to ask for help. <laughs> yeah. People at have lives. Point, we're both in our 30s now. So yeah. like, it is expected that you're hiring movers yeah, now. Right. Nowadays, like we hired movers for our last move, we we definitely got like the, some of the, the cheaper version, the cheaper option of movers, but we definitely paid a, a a decent chunk of change for some movers, and it was um it was great. We didn't have to touch, yeah. we didn't lift a finger. Well, I did lift a finger, but not like too many fingers. Just so that you could like point at them and boss them around. <laughs> yeah, I was like, hey now. <laughs> Um, I was wagging my finger at him. We I, we also talked about parents helping moving, and we talked about landlords, and we talked about apartments being different installments of your life in the way that Star Wars episodes are installments in the franchise. But oh, that's then pretty good. You said Star Wars is a franchise, and moving is not. <laughs> um, and we talked about how it's not a hero's journey unless you really bend over backwards and say you are the hero, and the moving is like the dark night of the soul. Um, we said move and movie are similar words. <laughs> <laughs> and we said moving involves cargo slash freight, which is a big element in Star Wars. And then these two things I really took, uh, or no, these three things I really took note to like make sure I, I brought it up on the show. I said, I don't know why. I think, I think um, it was a month or two before Disney Plus was debut, like released. And I said, I'm excited about The Mandalorian. I'm excited about Episode 9. I'm excited to pay more money each month to have to watch this shit. (laughs) 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 We talked about the Episode 9 trailer, and you were saying that had a lot of good Ray content, including the big jump. The and that the double bladed lightsaber looked cool, and I took umbrage with the lightsaber, saying, "Why wouldn't you lock it into the dual position before igniting it?" <laughs> That's true. And uh, and then the last thing that we said that I wrote down was we joked about doing a herald, <laughs> <laughs> and since then we have done two heralds on our Patreon. Yes, Which, of course, have. to our listeners, is an improv form pioneered here in Chicago that Josiah yeah. and I both did dozens of. Yes. I was, yeah, definitely dozens. Probably not a hundred, but definitely dozens. Yeah. 
Um, although maybe a hundred in practice. Um, so, so one one thing I have right off the bat to ask you, which is sort of Star Warsy in their their environmental biome play. I've only ever moved during the summer. What mm. was it like to move last week, mm. d- the first week of December? I've moved a lot in the winter because that's just how it like my schedule has lined up, uh-huh. and it sucks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's cheaper. Because you find apartments for cheaper because people are trying to fill places because yes. they're like trying to get deals. Yep. Um, yeah, we we hunted to buy a home in like the worst time of year, but also the worst year. <laughs> yeah, that's what we were told when we were looking for apartments is they were like, it's really bad right now because everything is because of COVID because there's like this little mini bubble that's going on. Yeah, people um, all realized oh, I could live in a one-bedroom when I worked at an office, but now I really need a two-bedroom or a three-bedroom because I'm cooped yeah. up at home all the time. Yeah, totally. That's what we're like dealing with right now. So my office, my recording studio, is in, is in the walk-in closet, uh, which is where Hi. I am right now. Hey, it's the walk-in. And um, Charlie, we're still figuring out what to do with Charlie's office space because she works from home. And we we are just in one bedroom, so it's like, where do yeah, we that's put tight. you? Yeah. It's it's a little tight. It's a little tight. It's like tight, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so tight. Um, but it was fine moving in the winter. Like I said, we hired movers, so we were like, didn't have to do much. We were just we were literally cleaning while they were like packing stuff up. Yeah. Uh, into the truck, we were it just like really cleaning around is them. The greatest. Yeah, it's very good have movers it Um, sucks that it's expensive and people are always like oh it's worth every penny and i always say like every penny (laughs) yeah like i would say maybe i could take a few pennies off like uh, from the labor and cost of labor standpoint i want them to have all the pennies they're charging me i just don't want to be the one who has to give them to them (laughs) yeah i would prefer if there was a government subsidy for the pennies for moving that that could pay them but i yeah, can just like how there's a fire department there'd be like a moving department i you know what's so funny is i had this thought while we were moving uh-huh. i was like man if our culture was different moving would be so much easier totally. and i was like thinking about what moving would look like in like a socialist like like society uh-huh. or or even in just like a society like a communal society that valued community more i was like man if if we lived in a in a society that didn't value the individual so damn yes, much, yes, yes, and valued like the, the the community more, moving would be a breeze because you'd just say, "Hey, everyone, I'm moving on this day. Right. Can anybody help in the apartment? Right, or in the apartment complex?" And everyone would be like, "Yeah, I'll pitch in." And then you'd have like fifteen people. Yeah, moving right. Stuff. Everybody on your block, like even even just someone from every home on your block, that's like thirty people here in Chicago. There's what 50 loads of stuff in an apartment to get it onto a truck sure and you have 30 people that's two trips for everybody yeah done easy we we had three people do our move and they were fast as fuck and safe and efficient and and all that stuff and if they had you know triple that even like under 10 people still yeah, it would have been like it would have been like a Tasmanian devil style cyclone. We wouldn't have even yes. noticed that they were in and out of our apartment. 
Well, it reminds me. It's like the oh, it's like an old timey barn raising, you know. Yes. Or, or and because 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 it used to be that in the United States, even it wasn't just like oh, the United States has always been this way. We used to value the community more. We used to value like the the family unit, the community unit more, and not just the individual because like. There were barn raisings where you'd all get together and everybody would just build a barn together in like a day. Mm-hmm. And you would just do a barn raising at once. Raise Whenever a barn on lo- Monday, soon I'll raise another. <laughs> do you remember that song? That What is that? For, it's is Weird that, Al's Weird Gangster's Al- yes. Paradise parody, Amish Paradise. <laughs> you have to watch I know. the Weird oh, Al fuck. parody. I know, I need to start it over. Do you mind if I spoil something slightly? That's fine. It's okay if you mind. I won't. I won't no, I yeah, I won't. no, I don't mind. There's a really funny bit. There is a running gag that he st- that he decides to start writing originals, <laughs> and the first original that he writes is "Eat It." <laughs> 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 and so then he hears "Beat It" by Michael Jackson, and he's like, oh, "He's parodying my song." Oh my god, that is so funny. And so then, from then on, he's only writing originals. And so the last song of the movie is Amish Paradise. And, oh God, who, who's the guy that sings Gangster Paradise? Now I can't remember. Uh, is it LL Cool J? Maybe. Gangster Paradise. Coolio. Oh, yes, 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 of course. You had Coolio, you had the cool part, right. They have Coolio sitting in the audience during his, pro- his performance of Amish Paradise looking like... Hmm. Oh like very God. interesting. It's so, so stupid. Uh, very well, well worth a watch. It is absolutely a ridiculous movie. But anyway, um, the in Chicago when they raised all the buildings, yeah, you know, or when they um, when they moved the skyscrapers or buildings before, they would have like a bunch of people go around and just like pick up a build like everyone puts a little finger underneath like one finger that's all it took <laughs> and you just pick up a building and move it right um and this one time i can't i can't believe this happened i forgot about this until recently i had this memory but one time in my hometown we built a new we i say we there a new public library was built and the way they transported all the books was they had a volunteer day where everyone who wanted to would come and create a line from the like old library. Like a sandbag brigade or whatever they call it. Yes. That. From the old library to the new library, which to be fair was maybe six blocks away. Uh-huh. It wasn't that far. But literally just a line of hundreds of people from the old library to the new library passing book by book that rules. to fill the new library up with the old books. That's incredible. And I'm like, that's something that I feel like doesn't happen anymore. No. Yeah. And it's weird that it happened in two, in the year 2001 or whenever that was. Right. Like, that's a crazy thing that, to have happened. But, yeah, yeah. But yeah, moving would be so much easier in like a different kind of culture, but it's not. And it's very difficult and annoying and frustrating. <laughs> yeah. But we both have moved recently. Have we learned anything since the last time? I really like... We need to revisit more topics because you you giving basically a review of our of previous what we episode talked about, yeah. <laughs> was very entertaining. To yeah, me. so here's some things I learned. I was silly to be excited for episode nine. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, but no, about moving... Um, I mean, we've said it already, but like hiring movers really is like a day saver. It doesn't make you like nearly as cranky 
with like yeah. the person you love the most. <laughs> Doesn't make your back hurt a lot. Right. And your feet hurt and your whole body hurt. And you're able to have like the clarity of mind uh, to like when someone comes in with a box or with a piece of furniture, you can say, oh, that goes in that room. Or like if they put it down, you can be like, I know where I want this. And you can just go ahead and move it right then and there. Instead of like the day that you're doing all that, you're just like pulling stuff up by yourself. You're sweating your balls off and you just set everything down. And then you have to like move it again. And then you have to unpack it. Like it's uh, ridiculous. You're able to, you're able to like cut out at least one of those like intermediate steps. In addition to of course the actual step of the moving itself. Right. Moving sucks, and I hope that we don't have to do it anytime soon again. We like our one bedroom that we're in right now. Hopefully, we can lock this place down for a little while and not have to, and like just be in a place because we both have moved multiple times in the last couple of years. We we lived in our last place for three years, and it really was like, oh, we can start like thinking about things we want to buy. Yeah, totally. Like, instead of just like, being non-committal and like like the sort of dorm room life of oh well I can't put anything on the walls. <laughs> yes, yes. Charlie Charlie loves to paint and she's already talking about painting here. Uh-huh. Which I don't know if we're allowed but we're probably going to anyway just cuz who gives a shit. Well, and do you um, have the building paint? Like do you have the existing paint colors like under your sink or in the basement or something? I don't know. We'd have to I'd have to look into that. Is that the very um, worst you paint? And the landlord says, you can't do that. And then you can paint it back to the color it was. Yeah, that's what that's what she's done before in previous apartments and everything. Um, But yeah, like I have I have like I have like childhood trauma surrounding not not like in a real big way, but just like in a jokey fun way of I am like the idea of um, painting and redecorating causes me stress was it something that like your family did a lot just all the time yeah and for me as a kid who didn't super love change mm-hmm. um like i was always like why are we doing this yeah the old way worked fine right and there was because like that's something that i need as a person is like a reason for things to happen yes and and like a reason for 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 rules to be in place i need to have a good reason and for things as um things like decorating would be fickle non-reasons to you yes like why are we changing this well we want it to look different now well yeah that's that is what changing it means, but why? Yeah. But why are we doing <laughs> yeah. it? What is the point of it? Especially when the old way worked fine and there wasn't anything wrong with yeah. it. Yeah. Like, that It was always so frustrating to me because I was just like, why are we moving things around? Why are we painting? Like, totally. none of this makes sense to me. And was I slightly autistic? Oh. Maybe. Certainly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? I definitely, and- like... Certainly things I do and say now, but like, especially thinking about things that I did and said when I was like 11 or whatever, it's like, oh, I think we're all lying to ourselves if we think we're not at least somewhere on a spectrum. Yeah, totally. <laughs> but I also all... don't want to like over diagnose um, sure, idiosyncrasies sure, sure. as neurodivergence, but. Yeah, no, totally. But, but like there is my, but there, there definitely is like, like my, uh, 
a sense of like looking back, especially on the things you did as a child and being like, oh, and that wasn't maybe entirely neurotypical. Right, right. You know, maybe not, maybe not a hundred percent. Like at the very um, least, that was a, a symptom of an anxiety that hadn't quite developed yet. <laughs> yes, exactly. I was an anxious child and now I'm an anxious adult. <laughs> yeah, with, with vocabulary and, and perspective. Yeah, I, I, I have, uh, anxious, I have anxiety with, uh, Depressive ideation coming from childhood trauma, which is what we decided. Me and my psychiatrist together, yeah. sorry, me and my psychologist together, mm-hmm. were like, this is what we're going to call it. This is the name of the thing. Because it's important to name things. Mm. Um, if it's mentionable, but, it's manageable. If it's, hey, and if it's unmentionable, it's, it's underpants. manageable. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, and just like, this is, this is like weird and perhaps profound um you know how in improv when something is just really funny and sort of magical but as soon as somebody names it like tells the audience what the thing is it loses some of the magic yeah totally it's like that like let's let's demystify let's lose the magic that's true because sometimes it's nice to leave something magical right um like an improv like sometimes it's nice to leave something magical sometimes it's nice to to define the magic right uh, it depends on the thing. Depends on on the purpose uh, that you are approaching the thing. Yeah. that is what it all depends on. What? Um, yeah. So a couple things that we've done differently since the last time we talked about moving. Like I said, I bought a place. We talked about that on the Patreon at the time, probably, um, and that we hired movers. But you, first of all, have moved four times or something. But also, you moved in with a partner. Yeah. For the first time. For the first time. Any new perspective gained from that? Um, everybody just do it. Just go for it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I agree. I, I also think, like, it, this is also kind of a cliche, but, like, um, move into a place together as opposed to move into one or the other person's place. Yeah, That's, totally. like, kind of a recipe for disaster, unless it's, like, a short-term stopgap. That's what we had to do, is we moved into my studio for, like, three or four we months we did the same caitlin's lease was ending and she moved in with me for something like two months and it was yeah. fine but it was like yes yeah. okay let's get a place <laughs> yeah exactly like it was fine it wasn't ideal we made it work but right. we we were like it wasn't like it like it wasn't ideal so we were just like oh we get a new place and and also like for me i was like oh we moved in together we're in my place we moved in together yeah but for charlie she was like well i moved into his place yes and then it took it took a while, and then like now we are moving into a place together. Right. Like so at the time, her, she probably didn't feel empowered to be like, "Hey, um, can we take your Farrah Fawcett poster off the wall, and I can put?" Yeah. <laughs> she. This. 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 Can we this, take your neon beer sign down? <laughs> can we take the the little like sexy lady on the back of the mud flap of the <laughs> truck? You know. <laughs> I had those everywhere. Yeah, you had them as like a headboard. They were like wall decals. Yeah, they were everywhere, man. I had them everywhere. And and Charlie was like, we got to take these down. And I was like, you, you don't also, get me. Speaking of mud flaps, you also had like truck nuts everywhere too, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I had truck nuts on me. First off, I'm always wearing truck yeah, nuts. Yeah, as like a big chain. As a big chain and around my neck. And you them around every doorknob, right? Yeah, every doorknob. And, and, and your to... justification, correct me if I'm wrong, but was so that if someone opened the door, they would jingle and you'd hear it. 
Yeah, exactly. It's like a, getting a cat to wear a bell. Yeah, because I remember you... saying, well, you just said it. You could get a bell. <laughs> but you said no, yeah. truck, truck nuts. nuts. <laughs> truck nuts are better because they look like nuts. I'm saying this all right now, knowing full well that for real, there is a suction cup <laughs> dildo on my wall in this room because of comedy. <laughs> I've seen it. I know it's there. I know it's there, that's for sure. Yeah, I don't know if I have any, like, uh, sexual paraphernalia for comedy actually in this house. Aside from all the truck nuts, of course. Sure, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and I also wear two pairs. I wear one pair around my neck and I wear one pair in my pants. <laughs> to make my nuts look really big. <laughs> this, this is our Wendy's Spicy Nuggets. We're gonna have, in our catalog of 200 episodes, two episodes titled Moving, and in neither one do we actually talk about moving. <laughs> no, when we talk about Spicy Nuggets, we're talking about truck nuts. Yeah. Spicy, spicy truck nug nut gets <laughs> something like that. Oh my god, we're not even to the break yet. How do? How are we still talking? I know. Um, what what other uh kind of Star Warsy things maybe could we get to before the break? Because I think we can probably use our game segment. Uh, kind of that can kind of fill out most of our second act here. Um, yeah. Oh, you know what? Um, I actually wrote down some thoughts of to to the question I just asked. Um, let me see. Uh, da, 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 da. Or maybe maybe there is. Okay, there's a couple things. Since the last time episode nine came out and all the Disney Plus stuff came out, um, one of the things from Disney Plus, and of course this is recency bias. Uh, I speaking of, I saw a tweet the other day that was like, "Man, of all the biases." Recency yes. is probably my favorite. <laughs> Wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like me learning about recency bias. Yeah. This one's my this is my favorite bias. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that's what it was. Something um, like that. Something like that. Yeah, me just learning about recency bias. Um this but is my favorite bias. Andor, he is a man on the run throughout the run of that show. So he does a lot of moving. Um mm. and that's all. Um but of course, yeah. Rise of Skywalker moves a lot too. It's like all over the fucking map. Oh, it's always moving. Um, and I'm trying to think. Sure. Solo also came out after our episode 28, so Solo moves around quite a bit. He's on it's Kessel, weird. and then he famously moves away. That's true. The day he it's, gets his last name. <laughs> the day he gets his last name. It's weird to think that this podcast is older than some Star Wars. I, movies. It really is. Like we predate episode nine. Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. We are. We are. We. Does that make us more Star Wars than, than episode, some Star Wars than some entries? Star Wars? <laughs> because we have maybe not more Star Wars, but we have maybe a little more of us in the chili. You know what I mean? Y yes. Yeah. Because we are. We are Star Wars tangential. Right. Right. I'm trying to think of other things that have come out. The, there's Mandalorian seasons one and two. He does a lot of moving around. There's Book of Boba Fett, which was, God, that was so bad. There's Obi Wan. Never Kenobi, watched it, which was a snooze. Andor was great. Slow though. You could say it's also a snooze, but like wake back up and finish watching it. Um, and then there was Bad Batch season one, and there was Tales of the Jedi. There was Star Wars Visions, the like anime yeah, yeah, yeah. anthology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's funny that we have a Star Wars podcast and I haven't watched any of that. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. That's funny to me. I 
Clone Wars and Rebels are a true undertaking. I I know what living with another person is like, and like you have your shows you watch together, and then you have your job. So like, when are you gonna watch a Star Wars cartoon? Um, yeah, totally. But I do recommend both, and I do recommend Andor. Maybe one day, whenever we are professional podcasters, I can sit down and watch it as a job. Right, right. It's work time. It work time to watch it as a, as a, for a living. Right. Um, because I do want, to, and to be clear to the audience, it's not like I'm watching a lot of other TV shows. I am someone who just like doesn't. What I've realized, kind of recently, is I don't enjoy watching things that much. Hmm. Unless I'm watching it with somebody, sure. Which I think I probably mentioned that before on the show, because like 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 you said, you, you you're in a relationship, you have your shows you watch together. It's hard to find time to watch shows by yourself, especially if you have a job like I do, where you can't really watch something in the background. Like I I work with kids, right? And I'm doing stuff actively most of the time, except during nap time. I could watch some TV shows during nap time, but I well, I and, haven't and you, started doing you... that yet. If if you are lucky enough to be together to have dinner together, you're probably doing that, and either that's all you're doing at the time, or you are watching a show then, and then it goes into the next episode, or you're watching a movie or whatever it is, but like you're watching something together until it is the time to go to bed. Yes, exactly. And so it's like, when am I going to watch something? So like, I don't watch that much stuff by myself. Yeah. So like, I'm not, I'm not out here watching other things at the expense of not watching Star Wars content. Right. Right. Um, except for I did, I was watching a lot of Pokemon for a while. Um, and I want to get back to that because I do really enjoy the Pokemon series and I want to like, but if I wanted to get caught up on Pokemon, that's like over a thousand episodes. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a real undertaking. I don't know if that's ever going to happen. That's the type of thing that it's like. Well, I just need to wake up like 44 minutes early and watch two episodes every day until I die. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, for the next five years. (laughs) And then I'll finally be caught up on Pokemon. Um, Yeah. But what other Star Wars-y things? I mean, like, I don't imagine... Oh, here's what I was going to say. Oh, yes. We are talking about things, things moving. But we are being, ver- but like, in Star Wars, we're talking about people moving and things moving. But this episode is about moving domiciles. Correct. You know what I mean? So, like, can we think of any occasions in Star Wars well, where someone is doing Well, that's actually kind that? of what I meant when I mentioned Andor. Like, he has a home and he moves to another place and he moves to another place. But it's, it's, it's more transitory than moving permanently sure. for years at a time. Here's the only one I can think of. Anakin moving from, from Tatooine. His mom's house, yeah. From his mom's house to be with the Jedi on Well, in any on. Jedi, but of course, like, do you consider a baby being taken from its home <laughs> as the baby moved? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> we don't have like we don't have like milk cartons with people's faces on them saying like this person moved. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen this relocated child? <laughs> they moved. Um, we can't find them. But I mean, like, we we don't necessarily see it play out, but, like, any senator moves from their home planet to, like, their Coruscant ambassador or embassy, you know, like, their, their yeah. Coruscant chambers. 
Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything in like the text, like you know what I mean. Like it's not something that we have to infer. Uh, infer something that we would know for sure. Well, Jar Jar. That's that's tricky because if we're talking about Star Wars as a monolith or as we say as a chili, there is text that explains everything. That's true. There's some that's reference true. book or comic that you know we're not aware of that says. Um, Padme moved from Naboo to Coruscant in this year, and this is the address of her home or whatever. Yeah, they have addresses for. We should go on a Wikipedia and find the addresses for each of the characters. Yeah, and then we can then we can figure out when they moved. Um, um but yeah, we, no, you make look- a good point though. Like the things that make the chili taste the most like the chili, the main movies, the main tv shows the main canon the main stuff that like most people have heard of is like the real flavor of the chili and nowhere in there does someone other than like you said anakin move from one permanent residence to another permanent residence the rebel alliance is constantly moving around but they're not like really putting down terribly permanent roots anywhere Totally, totally. Not that that doesn't mean they're not moving. You know, like they are you could live in an apartment for one year and not feel like you lived a, a permanent life there. But yeah, you know that's a good point. The Rebel Alliance does move a lot, and and, and moving in a way where they have to pack stuff up. Right. Like on in Hoth when they're moving, they're definitely packing stuff up very rushed yes, in a rushed right, way. Being like, we gotta get out of here. We gotta get out of here. Transports. You know, it's making me think of a thing we've talked about before. Who has a good life? In Star Wars? Yeah, because no we're only ever seeing it from the point of view of, broadly speaking, m- people in the military. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On either side. But some person in the Empire is an upper middle class millionaire who has a permanent home. And in fact, not to spoil anything, but um, there's a character in Andor who is like an antiques dealer. So, like, people are going shopping. So there are people in Star Wars who have homes and purchase things and thus probably yeah. have moved before, but it isn't ever in sharp focus. No, which is, makes sense because it's not the most exciting thing to focus on. Right, right. People living their everyday life. Yeah, just like ho-humly moving to a new location is not like the most exciting thing because right. it's like just an annoying thing that you have to do when you live when you are alive in the world right well should we we talked a little bit about star wars should we run to the break yeah, and then let's uh, do it. okay here we go ready hi jay hey caitlin we're the co-hosts of a little podcast called gimme that d did that get your attention it's a disney channel original movie breakdown podcast we are breaking down all of your favorite childhood movies that aired on the disney channel from 96 to 06 the golden age of cinema Adair. we are two f-list comedians with a lot of a-list comedian friends and together we break down and celebrate these absolutely batshit crazy films so we're talking aloof parents inexplicable plots full cuts responsible for sexual awakenings the world over and we ask the hard-hitting journalistic questions like what the fuck is this and could we have maybe taken a second pass at that script uh but we love them oh god yes so listen to us wherever you get your podcasts to stay in the know of what movie we're covering each week and who our guest is follow us on instagram at gmtdpod yeah but for real do it and we're packed Perfect. <laughs> yeah. What did we say last time? Who knows? Probably. We probably hadn't even like begun that convention yet. Although probably. I don't know. Maybe we did. But um, 
Welcome back to the show, everybody. Uh, we're talking about moving again. <laughs> um, and speaking of again, this week's game is actually the game we played in episode 28 titled Moving. Um, yeah. We are, let me, I actually wrote a little thing. We covered the topic of moving way back in September of 2019. And in the time since, we have both had many more experiences of moving. And there has also been a lot more Star Wars stuff released. We hadn't yet included Solo in the Chili, and Rise of Skywalker hadn't come out yet. Not to mention Disney Plus didn't even come into our homes until a few months after our first moving episode. In that episode, our game, if you can call it that, went a little something like this. We're trying to determine if moving is Star Wars, or, you know, how Star Wars is moving. But we do all know that Star Wars is moving. <laughs> in that, like, you know, it, move, it it's moving. It, it moves it, you. <laughs> it moves you. So basically, Josiah and I each listed our top three moments in Star Wars that we found moving. And since there's a whole new slew of Star Wars stuff out there, we thought we'd do that again taking new info into account. Now, that doesn't mean all of the stuff will be post our episode 28 in September of 2019 stuff. It won't all be Rise of Skywalker and Andor, but, um, or rather, it doesn't have to be. It could be just, like, we picked three more things. But um, just to refresh everybody, if, you're, if you've been listening week after week, um, my three were the Holdo Maneuver, Luke staring backwards at the sunset as he fades away and Rey and Kylo Ren lightsaber fighting in The Last Jedi. I had, speaking of recency bias, I had a, a lot of Last Jedi on the brain. Yes, you did. <laughs> and Josiah's were the party at the end of Return of the Jedi, uh, Kylo Ren killing Han in Force Awakens, and Han Solo getting frozen in carbonite, the whole I love you, I know scene. I also, I should say, gave an honorable mention to all music in Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, just any music. Yeah. Uh, but so we're going to do that again, uh, going from three to one, I presume, right? Sure. So for me, especially since um, we're taking into account all the recent stuff, man, all those hallway scenes. That's a joke. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, so here's, here's what I wrote. I actually kind of wrote little like paragraphs for all of mine. Number three, you know that feeling of... You haven't eaten anything but raw fish eyeballs for 10 days, and then someone has the decency to give you a bland cheese sandwich on white bread? Like, it's not the best food you've ever tasted, but based on the contrast of your recent meals, it's quite moving. My number three moving moment since the last time we did this is... Babu Frick. <laughs> <laughs> no! No! That was mine! No! Damn it! Damn yeah, it. I should have let you go first because you just said you have watched a lot less of the recent stuff than me. Okay, fine. I'll do. Was that your number three? That was one. That was my one. One of mine. I, okay. I didn't put them in order. Oh, okay. So. Um, well, no. I'm glad we're synced up then. <laughs> I'll change mine. Mine will be now. We'll continue. I don't want to interrupt you. So, so go on. Is oh, there no, anything you, else you have to say? You do your number three now, or or pick one. I suppose you could just say yours is also Babu Frick, and then mine's going to be the puppet guy that goes okie dokie or whatever he says. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> it really he moved like, you. That really moved me. The Muppet that's like okay. Yeah. No, you know what? I'll say. I'll say okay. Okay. 
Yeah, it's that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> I was trying to think of something better or like more sincere. Right. But I don't like that movie. No, it's not. There's nothing to like except for Babu Frick. Babu Frick, A and, Light in the Darkness. That is, that you know, like he does really benefit from like the contrast. He really does. He's, Just a shining light. He's fun, but like when it's the only fun thing. He's extra fun. He's extra fun. When he's the only thing you have to grab onto, you realize how how strong he is. Yeah. Man, I never got to unlock him in Lego Star Wars. I need to. I need. I never played enough. To I've get, recently um, started playing again because there were the entire levels I hadn't even like finished or or even started. Oh wow! I never finished, and I, it shows because I am a sadder person because of it. Yeah. Um. What about another one from your end? I don't want to end Let's up see. stepping on them. I'm going to go with little baby Yoda. <laughs> there, there really is so much bullshit since the last time we talked about Star Wars <laughs> being quote unquote moving. Um, because let me, let me read you my, my, little, uh, my little paragraph here for my second one. Despite my overall meh feelings on Mandalorian, and especially Baby Yoda, the minion of the Star Wars universe, that moment the first episode ended and we found out his target was a Baby Yoda? Remember when we didn't know there was a Baby Yoda, or even like the, f- the phrase Baby Yoda? How foolish and naive we all were? Mm-hmm. But man, that first reveal before he became a fucking meme, just such a good rug pull you know like, yeah it really was and they kept it a secret yes. with, like to, to their own detriment they kept it a secret right because they they could have they didn't have merch had, ready <laughs> right they could have had pre-sales for merch going and 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 had like out the wazoo but they didn't they didn't because they wanted to keep it a secret which is like a crazy and thing you that say never to their happens. detriment it was it was the short-term detriment but like i said he's become like the fucking pikachu of star wars they're inextricably linked like they're going to be selling baby. baby Yoda backpacks until like everybody dies of old age. Yeah, there's a lot of baby Yoda merch on my pre-kers. Yeah, 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 like, totally. Like and stuff that like doesn't even like you're like why is baby Yoda here? Like they like there like was a Christmas baby Yoda shirt I saw the other day that was just like baby Yoda with like presents yeah. and it's like why is he here? What's yeah. going on? He's truly fucking Pikachu. Yeah, he's truly fucking Pikachu for sure. He's the mascot. Uh, what about your number one or, or your third one you have? <laughs> you go first. Okay, okay. Probably my favorite Star Wars show in the Disney Plus era has been Andor. Uh, that and the animated stuff, but Andor is like more adult. My favorite arc, so the show has these like mini arcs, um, was the prison arc. But my moving moment I'm going to choose from Andor uh, was really when the arc structure became prevalent. The first few episodes were like one thing and it was a little slow and boring. But um, then the next three, I was like, oh, they're doing like little stories. And that that got me really excited about like how they were telling the story and then that arc itself was a heist arc 
Cool. So like it has heisty tropes, it has rebellion tropes, Andor is kind of like a hired gun. So the rebels don't know if they can trust him and then he begins learning what it means. You know, he hates the empire, but he learns what it means like to actually do something about it. Um mm. Just, just great. Plus, they uh, they do a bit of planning of the heist with scale models, which mm. was right up my fucking alley. <laughs> That's really fun. It's when it's when the show really grabbed me. It is a slow burn, and I was interested through the first few episodes, but I was kind of like, boy, I'm gonna have to really sit down and watch this and gain some momentum if I'm gonna like continue to be interested. But then they were like, no, you don't need to. We're gonna we're gonna hook you. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna hook you right in here. Yeah. Well, it's funny that you said Andor for your last one, because my last one is predicting that I will be moved when I watch Andor. <laughs> yeah, I think you're. Gonna I don't know it. how. I don't know how or when or where or why. Yeah. Or when or how. Yeah. But I think I will be moved by Andor. I mean, there is there is a colonialism imperialism arc. There is a um, the heist arc. There's a prison and prison labor arc. There's mm. all this stuff that is like right up your alley. Plus, just in general, it's like actually showing politicking and fascism as opposed to the kind of, you know, Star Wars and Empire are both, the, the stormtroopers are scary. Sure, yeah. they some of them can't aim very well, but like so much of the very first movie is about like the iron fist of the empire, and that's it's fucking scary. And then yeah. Return of the Jedi, and then basically everything since has made the empire kind of memes, and you know, like Lego Star Wars kind of softens the bad guys to be like bumbling fools, but like mm-hmm. Andor is like. Oh yeah, no, living under imperialism is is hell. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally, totally. Yeah, I'm excited to watch it. It's uh now that we're finally moved in, we're gonna start watching it. I'm gonna get Charlie to watch it with me. Yeah, so. that's great. I think you'll like it. I will be moved. Yes. I promise. Uh so that was us doing that again. <laughs> moving part two, the game part two. Uh, yeah. Anything else that's moving in Star Wars in that sense? Because I do like the idea of what, what, what we're... Let's see. We already said the things that we both said. Never mind. I'm not going re- to review that again. You said the music is moving, so that's something that's Star Wars. It's very moving in general is the music. Right, but there isn't necessarily music inherent to moving, like relocating moving right. your things in your body. If we take away the if we take away the the other definition of moving as in ah, like emotionally stirring. Sure. Let's get rid of so let's we have to get rid of that again cuz that's that was just for fun for the game. Yes, yeah, we're and back to the actual topic. Back to the actual topic, so which is So one thing that comes to mind is and this is only to that um asking your friends to help you thing, but you the the cliche is like pizza and beer. Yeah. Uh, come help me move and I'll give you pizza and beer. Now, while there is a sense of community and collectivism, which is kind of a rebellion thing, uh, they don't eat or drink in Star Wars. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I was going to say. There is no pizza in Star there is Wars. No pizza, despite it being a circle covered in circles. Which is very Star sh- Should be very Star yeah, Wars. Yeah. There are not any pizzas. Um, although I bet they serve pizza at Dexter's lab. 
That's not what it's called. <laughs> Dexter's Diner. Dexter Jester's yeah. Diner. Dexter Jester's Dexter's Dexter, Diner. Jester. I bet they serve. It um, Dexter Jester. It it is very funny thinking about you know like we've we've talked about this before like a lot of cultures end up inventing some version of the sandwich or the hand pie like mm. uh, put food in a thing that holds it and that thing is also food you know it's just mm-hmm, like an efficient mm-hmm. way to eat and and get calories and energy so like there's the sandwich there's the taco there's the samosa there's the um you know you name the it meat empanada pie. yeah so i i would imagine a similar thing happens on different planets and in different cultures in star wars like they obviously everybody has to eat food yeah even though we never see it, we yeah, we only ever see it a couple of times, um, and and in many instances, food is sparse, you know. Yeah, but or and, and, and fact, water is sparse. Let me think. We've talked about pizza before. I wonder what we gave it on this show. I remember making a case that it was a ten out of ten, but I think we ended up not giving it a ten. But like, what what is the closest thing in the Star Wars canon to pizza? And follow up question. In Star Wars, if some twenty-something-year-old on Coruscant, in like mm-hmm. the the Bedford Stuyvesant neighborhood of Coruscant, he's yes. moving to Astoria, and he gets his friends to pack up a truck. And what is the closest thing to pizza that he offers them in exchange for helping him move? Little, little bread. Those things that, that yeah, rises, those like self-rising bread. The quarter portion that Ray has. Yeah. Now that the I say this, I'm of. going to Google, uh, is there pizza in Star Wars? I want to Google food in Star I'm going to go to Wikipedia and Google food. Okay, let me see here. Um, this is pizza canon. Pizza was a dish consisting of... Oh, an ad just came up. Consisting of crust, cheese, and sauce that was suitable for human consumption. <laughs> Uh, the dish was served on the MPO 1400 Pergil class star cruiser known as the Halcyon. That's the, um, that's the, uh, hotel. That's the Disney run hotel. It's called the Halcyon. It's, it's made to be like a star cruise, like a, like a luxury cruise ship. So they have an in-universe, albeit just like a sentence or two, in-universe explanation of what pizza is. Because, of course, when you're aboard the Halcyon, you are in the Star Wars universe. Mm. That makes sense. So they must have in-universe explanations for things like um, strollers and uh, what are other like very strictly human Thing, like earthbound thing condoms um, condoms <laughs> umbrellas yes uh ponchos right right i'm thinking about things you need in a theme park maybe um i just googled food on wikipedia and there is not an article for food but there is an article for food stuff okay food stuff or food <laughs> was so nourishment annoying. Why is it? Yeah, like, is it called food stuff a bunch? It's, Very strange. It's probably like uh, calf for coffee. It's probably just like, yeah. like, let's pick a word that's not quite so English speaking American earthbound phrase. Like, the picture is various foodstuffs at Boba Fett's palace. 
I guess is from Book of Boba Fett. Um, but many fruits, uh, blah, 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 on Imperial starships, this is something that's canon, apparently, officers were encouraged to avoid consuming solid food and drink, or to, con and, uh, to avoid consuming solid food and to drink nutritive beverages instead because it was more efficient in terms of ship resources and officer time. So they're not even eating food. We're not, we're not even wrong. Like, they're not even well, eating food. Well, they have a liquid nutritional thing, like you said. Could it be that yeah. this 20-something, he's packing up his stuff with his friends in Logan Square, and he's moving to um, Andersonville, all here in, in the uh, Chicago equivalent of Coruscant, um, and he offers them pizza and beer. That's one Pizza word. It's it's a liquid. It's it's like yeah. the uh, Willy Wonka bubble gum. <laughs> that, yeah, you drink it. And it meal. tastes. You drink it, and the first part tastes like pizza, and the second part tastes like beer. Yeah, it's called like moving juice. Ew, I don't like that. <laughs> That's yucky. Okay, and then food included cakes, fruit, and ration packs. <laughs> so that's all food. That is so funny. There's no pizza in Star Wars. And then, and then there's a whole paragraph. Some types of food contained bones. <laughs> when Peli Moto instructed her pit droids to fetch food for Grogu, yeah, she asked them to get something raw. with bones in it. Yeah. So, and then the term to put food on the table was a term for providing enough money to cover basic necessities, such as food. So what they meant was to put... Cakes, fruits, and ration packs on the table. Yeah, <laughs> ration packs on the table. Cakes, fruits, and ration packs. I think if you took a ration pack, yeah. flattened it out, yeah. or maybe a cake and flattened it out, and then you put some fruit on top, you could have a kind of pizza. You can make pizza. your empanada thing. Or, yeah, pizza. This is making me remember get. a tweet I saw recently that was like, sci-fi is when dollars is credits, and fantasy is when dollars is coin. <laughs> yes, so true. And, like, it really is. It's like, well, yeah, and the things you eat, it's called foodstuffs. Like, whatever. It's called foodstuff, and then in, up. <laughs> it's called vittles. Yeah. yeah. Rations. Um, oh, boy. <laughs> I, I was just closing my tab that was food in Star Wars or pizza in Star Wars, and the tab that I still had open <laughs> was something that Josiah and I talked about on the Patreon, the recent TikTok trend of, that's you as a baby. <laughs> and if you know what I'm talking about, uh, God bless you, this, this floating weird TikTok marionette video, we go into detail on it on our Patreon this week, so uh, check that out. Um. I, would, I do want to update everyone. The top trending searches on Wikipedia. Breast is still number one. No way. <laughs> yeah. Just so everyone knows. A lot of horny boys out there, and girls probably, still looking at breast on Wikipedia. Hilarious. So let's see. What other things are just like so tropey of moving? I mean, that's that's something in and of itself is like it has its own like tropes. Like if you got moving as an improv suggestion there's the like nine or ten things you would like reach for um just like you would with star wars but um freight like we we briefly mentioned it three years ago but like hiring movers or not you are at the very least probably renting a truck or a van have you ever very done that have you ever had to like drive a u-haul oh every time yeah scary I've always driven the U-Haul. Yeah, very scary. It does. It did make me realize, and I just did one of the like nine-foot panel vans recently to pick up a table and chair set. But like, it did make me realize, um, 
curb your road rage period but certainly try to keep your road rage down when you're near or dealing with or mad at a u-haul because more than likely it's the first and only time that person has ever driven a vehicle that big yeah and no one has any business doing that untrained (laughs) and they are in there going oh my god 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 just the entire time being very afraid right yeah i have yeah it's terrifying um and no one should have to do it and we all do it all the time and it's crazy yeah what a weird weird thing moving is yeah Hey, go drive this giant truck right. without any training right. whatsoever. Wild but that that's that is allowed. very Star Wars. Like, you know, so often someone will be like, do you know how to fly that thing? And they that's treat it true. like it is a crazy thing for someone to just inherently know how to do. And people don't, but they'll fly away and get the hang of it on the way. And I, I would say that is true of driving a U-Haul. <laughs> yeah, totally. I Totally, totally, totally. Um, well, should we, we should start aiming towards wrapping up Yeah, I now. think so, probably. So let's see, what, what's our unit of measure? Um, I... Oh, do we need to see what we gave moving last time? Yeah, actually, yeah, here, let me take a listen really quick. I, I think I went too far to have heard our units of measure, but we each gave it a two, and this is way back in 2019. <gasps> wow, before we were saying two for everything. Yeah. Interesting. But we give it a two again. That's the question. Yeah, so let's see. Unit of measure, unit of measure, unit of measure. Um, unit of measure, unit of measure, unit of measure, unit of measure. I think I'm going to pick um, flights of stairs. You have to lift and carry a couch. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's a good one. I'm gonna say number of movers. Yeah, I was thinking that as well. Um, and while I am on the third floor, so I had both th- uh, three floors to lift a couch and three movers when we hired movers. I am going to say two floors of carrying a couch. <laughs> yeah, I had three movers too, but I am gonna say that we were right the first time, we and were. I'm gonna give it a two. I'm glad we reassessed just to make sure, but yeah, we me are too. calibrated. We <laughs> I like that we're eventually gonna cover everything, and apparently we're eventually gonna cover everything twice. twice? <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like our episode on infinity. Exactly. We are the well, hotel with infinite podcast episodes. Yes, and then you can tell because there's a set in them. You can make a set of right. two. That's how you know it's infinite. Well, there you have it, folks. It's a two still. We reassessed. We moved again. And do you want us on the internet? Because if you do, you can find us at House to Resident on Twitter and Instagram. You can email us at a good podcast at gmail.com. Uh, that's which is funny. That's a funny that's email. That's a funny address. email, yeah. And you can uh, subscribe to our Patreon to get a, a weekly bonus episode. Like I mentioned before, we, we talked about that funny TikTok trend. We also talked a lot about communism and capitalism and all that um but that was just this week we we talk on there every week plus we do some occasional long form things like film commentaries rpgs fantasy brackets um and that's all available on patreon.com slash how star wars is it for five dollars a month uh or you can even just contribute to the show you can you don't need to join our discord or listen to our stuff you can still give us five dollars a month or ten or two or one it's the season of giving for gosh sakes and yeah um by the time you're hearing this our current run will be over but um anarchy the improvised rock opera is the improv show that josiah and i are both part of here in chicago and we just did a run at the io theater and 
Um, who knows? We might have another one around the corner. We, we literally don't know yet. So <laughs> yeah. I, I literally do mean who knows, but, um, we might follow us on Instagram and you can get links to, um, you know, anarchy and any other, uh, projects that we have. Yeah. Check it out. But sandwiches, star Wars, oh, it's oh, about and time. I should also oh. say, sorry. Um, just to get ahead of it. Not that, not that we're going to do a whole lot of anything special, but tune in next week. For not only our Christmas special episode, but our 200th episode of the podcast. They lined up together. It's Christmas and 200 episodes. Can you believe it? Hundo. Okay, go ahead and do your thing. Well, Sandwiches of Star Wars is about time for Tubby Bye Bye. So like we always say, we love love you. you. And And may may the the fourth fourth be with you. Bye-bye. Bye.